I actually wow. cremated my grandfather, and that's what's in there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. <laughs> every single time. Uh, cool. Why am I here? <sighs> we ask ourselves this right. every podcast. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Before we continue on, everyone, I want to give a big thank you to our sponsor, Burrow. Burrow has reinvented the luxury couch. From style to shipping, functionality to adaptability, Burroughs put the time and thought into furniture buying so you don't have to. I know that whenever I'm looking for furniture, I usually defer to Lauren to buy the furniture, <laughs> and I just say, yes, I like the color of that one. So Burroughs taking all of that and putting it into one package. Lauren actually defers to me, and I've advised her that your next sofa should be a Burrow. Who yes. defers to me? Burrow defers to you. Burrow defers yeah. to you. So basically, the, the cool thing about Burrow is you can customize your Burrow sofa to fit your personality. You know, you can select the color, you can select the size, uh, the armrest height, whatever's perfect for you, whatever's ideal for you. It's engineered to be super comfortable. And it's also easy to move. I know one of the biggest things with getting a couch is whether or not you eventually have to move and if that piece of furniture is going to give you a heart attack trying to move it. Burrow assembles and disassembles in just minutes with no tools required. So when it comes time to move, Burrow gives you one less thing to worry about because you, you don't need to worry about anything, especially when it comes to Burrow. Wish you could do that with people. Yeah, I wish that too. Unfortunately, not the case. Not the case. Couches are either cheap and flimsy or heavy and expensive. They're hard to move, complex to put together, and never both stylish and durable. <laughs> Tell me about it. The couch that John has, um, I remember because I gave it to him when I was finished with it, um, all the armrests had caved in because yeah. of flimsy wood underneath the leather. And it was also Popeye flimsy. arms. <laughs> I, would always, uh, I would always people's elbow the, the armrest. People's and, uh, elbow. <laughs> it's a rock, this is the people's elbow. It's a rock uh, finishing. An move. elbow for the people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so, and also besides that, it didn't disassemble and it was an L-shaped couch. So basically I said, John, if you want the couch, you handled taking care of it. Uh -huh. And uh, John actually hasn't talked to me since and this is the first time we, we uh, hung out again it's been three years N numerous years I'm, I'm aging rapidly but yeah the couch was not good burrow couches burrow couches yeah. on the other hand are good yeah john is aging he's 16 actually so <laughs> <laughs> he's de-aging all right so here are some of the biggest points to keep in mind with burrow huge the number one Affordable luxury. It's the same quality you expect from high-end retailers without breaking the bank. Hmm. All borough furniture is shipped fast and shipping is free. Setup is super easy, as is moving it again. Burrow is adaptable, so if your space changes, their modular design allows it to move and grow with you. With stain-resistant fabric that can take on your pet's claws and built-in USB charger, Burrow has the durability and functionality to keep with your hectic life. The coolest thing about that, a built-in USB charger, that's revolutionary. I, I literally bought an eight-foot uh, iPhone charger so that I could plug it in and reach it from sitting on the couch. And Vinny constantly gets caught up in it. Vinny's my dog. For those who don't know, Burrow, that's my dog. Enjoy 30 days of cozy on your Burrow, risk-free, or try out Burrow at one of their showrooms today. So, here's the good part, guys. Burrow has a really good deal for you. For $75 off your order, visit Burrow.com slash Pine. pine. That's B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash pine. pine for $75 off your purchase. Burrow makes the luxury couch for real life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you want to do the, do the intro? Oh, let's put this down because, um, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back to episode 32 of Beyond the Pine, bitches. 32. Don't call 32. We've had they don't 32 like episodes of this that. podcast. This 32. It's been 32 weeks since we ended Acrasia. Here's the thing. I, really, did we start this right after Acrasia? This was the first one was right after Acrasia. Wow. 
I think that it's actually felt like we've done a hundred of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, but I actually thought we were on like every day by an now. So this is the hundredth. This is the hundredth yeah. episode, guys. Welcome back Emotionally. to Ron Pine, season hundred. Let's also talk about our guest who's visiting. We've got a special Ooh. guest, aka um, John Johan Redlinger. Risinger, your favorite Rooster Close Chief enough. member. Close <laughs> enough. Do you know uh, John Risinger? No. Okay. John I mean, Risinger is you. great, and I love his Instagram. Okay, so <laughs> this is John Redlinger. He's a good. He's one of my one of my best friends. The next best. <laughs> John Redlinger is, as I'm sure you guys know, we've there's a couple amazing things that John's done, just including us. There are many other amazing things he's done without us, but the two greatest don't touch me. The two greatest things that he's done with us is directing our first feature short film. The Woods. Woods. And you know him as your friendly neighborhood piece of shit agent, Michael Jarvis. Michael Jarvis. I thought it was uh, Jaundice. <laughs> Why the fuck Some wasn't it Michael Jaundice? Jones, Jaundice, Jarvis. And it, like, I, I like Jarvis, like People though. just open the dictionary to a J, but Jarvis <laughs> just works, you know? Is. Michael juxtaposition. It's very Steve's fault. Definitely. I mean, I mean, I like I like Jarvis. I think it's a very unique name, and it's like interesting. It's very charismatic sounding. Did that sounding. come from anywhere? Was that your idea, or was that is that you? Uh, no, it was me. I think it was... Steve's. Steve's. Really? Steve's. Steve's. Yeah. Steve's not on this podcast today because he's got business to take Because he uh, was bad at scheduling. He's a busy man. Yeah, we had a really hectic day where we had to shoot in the morning because we had to do some pickup shots for yesterday's shoot, which you'll imagine is either up or you'll see soon. That's the kind of... Yeah. <laughs> I Well, I guess... I don't, can I announce? I don't know if I can announce this. Or, I'm sure it's fine. I don't think it's a big deal. I've no, just been uh, approved as a producer for Sugar Pie. How about now. that? Oh, yeah. Next to and Mimi. so is Mimi. Mimi oh, and I yeah. are officially producers of Sugar Officially Pie on now. the clock. So first day, fucked up. Uh, on the clock. <laughs> schedule was supposed Fire. To be. We're going to yeah. get more organized, though. What is that like, like <laughs> being sort of new to the... To the tent that y'all play under what does that entail for you well, oh we don't even doing, know yet. he's been doing the same he's been a producer just not yeah a you technical yeah, producer you and mimi have been the glue that holds this show together um and <laughs> we're, the, we're the mom and dad of exactly the you're the mom and dad and <laughs> the son don't touch me son um we're all kind of getting more on a schedule. I wasn't on last week's podcast, so if I start talking about stuff that you guys put, talked about last time, like the future of the show and shit like that, just let me we know. We did literally about talk it. about yeah. the exact future of the show. Um, and the yeah, I, I should probably watch that to know where we're going. <laughs> Who has an hour's time, dude? <laughs> Truly. Um, Bespoke post. Hey! Bespoke post us. Wait, hold on. ASMR. Hear that? That's my grandfather. Hear that? Cremated. That's time passing and you not doing anything about it. Anyway... As a producer, I'm uh, keeping these guys in check and making sure that we stay on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we got to be wacky and, and and fucking nutso to to keep our charisma up, and then we need people to be like, "Yo, you got to fucking not be so awful." Yeah, and you got to do this now and do this later. So we're it's a weird what Mimi and Jamie do as yeah. well as a, a lot more. So it's a weird more. environment because like we come I mean, we come from and Mimi too come from more traditional um, scripted stuff, and there's. That's the kind of thing that people will genuinely disappear for if stuff goes wrong. So welcome think, to YouTube, baby. I got, I, 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 you got well, sixteen lives. Well, I think, I think the woods was like a big, <laughs> so many chances to screw you it all up. Sixteen of them. Baby. I think the woods was like a big turning point for uh, treating everything as. I mean, because we ran that set like it was a hundred million dollar production. Yep. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, well, it was. We, yeah. <laughs> Daddy fucking. That's um, a good precedent to set for this one. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, but like that, like we ran that lockstep, like it was, you know, the next blockbuster, mm -hmm. and uh, it was, and it was the next blockbuster. It was. <laughs> uh, it made a hundred shut down, and a, nobody saw it. Made a hundred billion dollars in in the Chinese box office. 
Mm-hmm. Um, no one in America saw it. No one anywhere else but China saw it. They hated it. It was banned in Canada. Banned that's, in that's Canada. Most yeah, which is really of. difficult for me being Canadian, and I couldn't even watch it. I haven't seen it yet. Anyway, yeah. so Whoops. John directed that, and that was quite yeah, an impressive you feat. That Didn't was, you? Dude, I, I don't know. I mean, I've like told you, but like that was, I have always had a lot of respect for you, but like oh, if I had none a- prior to shooting that, I would have garnished as much as I can have for a person. Dude, that's exactly how like Steve, myself, and James felt about you because we hadn't really done a whole lot with you and then when you were like real director, like you were passionate about the project, like you weren't just like I've I've been on a couple different like little little YouTube shows and things like that where like the director's just kind of like going through the motions, cool, yeah, let's get that shot but you were like, you had a fucking vision and you were excited and you loved what you were doing and it seemed like you were having fun with us and it was was really cool, but yet you had that like director, you were the the fucking director the coolest thing about that project was, I didn't, if you remember when you guys called me in to like talk about it, like I didn't know anything about it Yeah, Mm -hmm. I knew it was like a monster movie, didn't even have a title at that point, no it was called uh, He's Here oh yeah, (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) And, and and I think I'd read, like, an outline or whatever, and I expected to come and have to, like, pump myself up and talk about, like, all the shit that I'd done, and instead, you guys were so passionate, and, like, what came through yeah. about, about your vision and the genre stuff, and then being in the office and mm-hmm. seeing all the stuff, like, Mad Max and Alien and all that stuff that I love, it was like, okay, we, we, we are aligned on what we want to do here, and yeah. then when that final version of the script came, I think, like, 24 hours before the shoot... I was going through and shot listing and looking at what we need, and uh, and it was just like I don't remember how many setups we had on the first day, but it was. I think it was like eighty or ninety. No, 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 it was like one one thirty or something. Is this true? Crazy. Legitimately on record. I mean, we're not on record for this because no one cares about a short film. No, the answer is no. We we didn't beat the record for most setups. You have to. We we didn't we didn't work legal days. Oh yeah, we worked, and we also was a short film. We we. Unofficially, unofficially, like, like wind aided. If you're running a forty, yeah. in, the, in the combine, we. Uh, I understood that. Did you? As a sports reference. Whoops. Don't, not a big uh, sports. Didn't, didn't understand. We, it, not at you. Anyway. If you're running and the wind is blowing you, and you're a little quicker than maybe you would have been, we slashed some scenes, uh, shots rather, and uh, and consolidated some stuff, which y'all were obviously very generous in allowing us to do. But we on that first day, I kept the sheet and I've thought about framing it. We we had 126 setups, which wow. for people that don't know, it's a lot. That's not that's not takes. That's not like okay, that was great. Go again. That's times the camera had to move. To camera get, lighting, yeah. blocking because we didn't and block out the whole movie like a normal again three days. So like yeah. you set up, you block, you shoot. It was super super ambitious and and everybody bar none rose to the occasion. It was amazing, but the, I felt bad because. I feel like I had to be kind of I had I, I had to sort of rein in the, the the part of myself that gets to be you know Michael Jarvis for y'all boss man well just the, we needed the, that the the, the, <clears throat> the part that was like silly and wanting to mess around because you got a crew and you've got Absolutely. this insane schedule yeah. and this script that has blood every other shot Your you still had fun man I, I, it was incredible it was I, it was honestly the greatest experience that I had making something with people that I didn't grow up with and yeah. and certainly the the greatest experience of last year and and as we've been talking about more to come soon will lead to greater stuff because Absolutely. I feel like the best parts of the woods uh are are can only get better mm-hmm. for for everybody involved. It was it was a very very impressive feat on like everybody's part. Yeah. It was I mean beforehand we had like everything go wrong too. Yep. So it was like leading I mean, up and to it. post for for for, <laughs> for those who have seen it What do you think, think comments in the looks, comments below. Comments below. <laughs> But it looks it looks so smooth. But if you guys remember the first take on the first day, the car died. 
Yeah. yeah. Do you and the no, keys were locked the keys in the were fucking car. Of that Steve, fucking Suburban. Like, Steve. We had, we had the and then camera. What, remember his excuse? Remember his excuse? Oh, I didn't know I usually, that cars do that. No, he's like, I usually have cars that uh, you, you, you don't have to have the key. Yeah, yes, yes. And I was like, honest, I do the same thing because my car is my car doesn't like let me fuck up. I've never done that. We behind we're behind Video Village. I'm looking at the monitor. Naeem, great DP, he's got the camera. We got it on the slider. We both no the slider. The slider. We didn't have the the sticks. Slider broke. Slider broke. No, we didn't have the sticks for the slider, so we had to put it on like it's taped. The slider is taped to all this shit. We're ready to go. (laughs) Oh yeah. And all right, everybody, ready, ready. You, I remember you're looking at me. We're like, oh, this is it. And action. The camera starts moving. Car, car, like I think I just lost my shit at me. Like, oh, immediately we all moving? lost our shit, yeah. And Ugh. everyone's like, "Car!" And Steve is like, "Um, my keys are locked in the car." I remember and that. It was like everybody. The temperature just just dropped, and we were all like, "Oh man!" But that was that couldn't have been a better place to start. It was such a good place yeah. to start because what it did is it galvanized everybody to immediately move forward and go. Yep. We're gonna get through this. Yep. Let's find a creative way to do this. And every I feel like every single thing about that. Brought out the best of yeah. everybody. Yeah. And, and what I love about a set like that and what I love about what you guys do, just recently being included as an actor, is the best idea wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of ego. Yeah, definitely. There's not a lot of ego of like, well, this is, I came up with this idea. It's like everybody gets to share. And mm-hmm. there's a chain of command, of course. But if, if something's funny or if something works, you try it. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that's been super refreshing to be a part of because on the other end of production stuff, where Sometimes you get so regimented. You know, you get so locked into an you're idea. You're looking at a scene or something and you're just like, this could be better. Why are we not doing it better? We're just you, doing it the way it you'll, is. You'll work with people who are sort of more, more traditional and have yeah. gone yeah. through film school or this or that. And it's sort of you run up against an issue like the car not working or the slider not working or or the, the, the blood gag on, mm-hmm. on your neck maybe not working perfectly. And Oh, we and got that, baby. We did, yeah, for sure. But but initially, it's it, people sort of just shut down. It's like, oh, I can't do this. Well, we, that didn't work. And it's, you see yeah. those people that are like the you know the PAs or the smaller guys on set. They're like, well, they have an idea, but they're not allowed to share. And what yeah. you guys do is such a collaborative thing where it's like yeah. the best idea wins, mm-hmm. and there's no competition for the best idea. Well, that's how you get the best everybody, outcome. There's no one person just that, into it. Yeah, there's always going to be another outside opinion that is slightly better or different that works better. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, it, it's just like collaborating is the way to go. It's, it's funny because like one of my favorite things. Well, also we couldn't. We couldn't afford to let that hinder us at exactly. all. Exactly. Yeah. But like one of my favorite things to do on like an actual set or like an actual production, like what we've been doing a lot lately in with the woods, is that those ideas that come up is what gets people excited. Yeah. You know totally. what I mean? And it's like totally. the new idea and we're like, Oh fuck, that's so cool. Yeah. Like it's it had not like wasn't in the script. It was written completely differently. It was written a lot more complicated or something. And we find like an easy. There was so much like problem solving on. Yeah, the there's set. just there's yeah. never a dull yeah. moment. You're not like okay, fuck, let's just do it. You're like mm-hmm. right. no, 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 that fucking idea is dope. Let's just do it. That's and, it. and you can. And, and there's no reason every, not to. Every <clears throat> every setup, every every scene, everybody was so fired up to do. And mm-hmm. that was what I mean. I think the first day was 17 hours. The second day was. That was a rough day. That was I think rough. the second day was twenty-two hours. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I slept in like a, a trundle bed grotto, like rolled up. And I remember. Oh my god! Mimi yeah, came. Remember, uh, Mimi came and like poked me, <laughs> and her, I woke up and was. Hey John, like, time to shoot. I just well, lied she, down. I was so delirious, I and I like rolled over, and her face was very close to mine, unsettlingly. And <laughs> Welcome said, to my world. She said, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> And I just was like, if it's on fire, just let me burn. <laughs> Whatever's wrong, just I'll go down with the ship. And she was like, it's time to shoot. And I was like, all right. Like It was like some Captain Ahab shit. I'm just mm-hmm. going to get through it. And But then, of course, on the third day, we probably all felt this, driving away from Idlewild. And as I always feel working with y'all, it's never enough. 
mm-hmm. as exhausted as I was, I was more fired up. I was like, shit, I wish we had a fourth day. Yep. Yeah, Shooting Michael Jarvis. It's like, you know, you, you guys are like, oh, it'll take three, four hours. It takes an hour and a half because we have so much fun. And it's like, well, we're done. And I was like, man, that's, it's too quick. Yeah, yeah I was just talking to, well, actually behind us, uh, Wes hey, Robinson, Wes. Uh, hey, who plays Jason. Wes Anderson, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Big guest sitting in the back. Just barely blurry enough to not be sure if it's actually Wes Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Isle of Dogs, out now. Uh, but we, uh, yeah, we were, we were talking about how the creative process here is so different from the rigid environments that we come from with like film and TV where it's like, you, yeah, you have Could to- Could you just, say that part again then? You, you come from so we come, film and TV? We come from- Humble brag. What, what's what movies have you been in? I, I just want to cry sometimes. And See again, that's bullshit desk. right there. It, uh, we were talking about this this morning because if you guys don't know, <laughs> I'm sure you do. Jamie and Wes were in Blair, Blair Witch. Witch Project, or just, just Blair, Blair Witch? Witch. The only reason this is brought up is because Wes is here. We should, this of is course. not something that I'm like regularly like, hey guys, do you but remember like, this movie that's here's 53 on Rotten Tomatoes, friends? But here's that's the thing. <laughs> My opinion of it, and I am a I I like. And I am most movies. I like most movies. I watched it. I mean, I still know a bad movie from a good movie, obviously. But I watched the movie for what it was. It was good. It wasn't trash. And they're they're like somewhat embarrassed of it every time it like it's brought up. Oh shit! I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) No, man, be fucking proud. You got to be in Blair Witch. Well, That's so fucking cool. I mean, I, I never wanted... It uh, wasn't a Steven Spielberg film. We never want to throw away the, what, what a wonderful privilege it was. Yeah. To, I mean, because to get to do anything with a camera in any form of course. is a humongous honor, mm-hmm. and we respect the shit out of that. But, but it wasn't shitty, dude. It uh, wasn't the very greatest sweet. film I've ever seen, but I, it wasn't shitty. It was, uh, I was like, yeah, no, it's good. I enjoyed myself. I think we were just going through a lot of stuff emotionally, and the stuff that I'm most proud of is like what we shoot together. Mm. Like, John and I have been making movies for yeah, a few yeah. years now, and that's the stuff but, that but I'm really proud that, of. But even with that, end up on you know you get to see something on the big screen it's that's that's an experience that 90 i'm not a statistician but 99 percent of people in the world are never going to get to see Mm -hmm. 98.93 thank you thank you yes we have run the numbers but but the majority of people who who aspire to do stuff that is creative never get to see a vision realized so whether or not like exactly what you're saying like resonates because it doesn't have to always be the best thing in the world yeah. and who's to and say it it's won't. the best thing in the world like not, i think a project what are the chances that, of always making the best thing i think yeah. the project that knows what it is and completes that what people expect or what people need it to be is the greatest project mm-hmm. in the world 100 just getting to, just finishing is a humongous the accomplishment fact is if people are interested in your stuff right and people are going to come out and see it and people are going to watch it like this podcast or like the stuff that y'all do or the shorts that we've made or or blair witch whatever scale it is that's inspiring to someone and so you you're not to say what the value is there like yeah the that's value, what i mean that's why when i hear it i'm like dude that's inspiring to me yeah. yeah and that's I, that's really yeah. the cool thing about what we do is that we make it and we're in this like bubble but when you step outside you realize like if one person liked it well you did your job yeah and and you did more than your job because hopefully that inspires them to go out and be the better version of what you just did that's mm-hmm. sort of like yeah. the stair step of what being there has to is. be bad movies for there to be good movies not to say that it was a bad movie but just in general there, i like, think yeah i never ever want to sound ungrateful for that i think that was just such a strange and wes and i were talking about this i think we we're kind of in a similar headspace during that time period that was such a strange thing because it's like that's the dream you know and to and we were very aware that that is such a rare and wonderful experience just to even get the chance you know mm-hmm. it was so like but i had that like stereotypical moment the entire time it was happening where I was like this is my dream it's everything that I have always asked for and I am viciously unhappy like what the and you can't talk to anyone about it because everybody's like 
what the fuck you got to be upset well, about? Well, you did talk to me after you got back, and I was sitting there listening, and we were sharing like a you know forty dollar LA brunch. Up. Yeah, and I was hearing about it and sympathizing, and it did. It sounded rough, and what you went through was rough, and the process was no doubt rough. But I was eating. My mother Carol had sent a care package. I was that, eating my that, mother Carol. It had peanut butter, peanut butter pretzels, and I was eating that and tuna for like every meal at that time. Oh, and I was like, James, "Well, that was me right oh, that's before tough for you, man." I, man, I know. Yeah, that sucks I know. To and be I part always of that. sucks to be a part of a Hollywood dang movie. Well, that's that's most people's thing. So I was bottling up all of my. Yeah, because you, you, you felt like you couldn't express couldn't it without seeming anyone. ungrateful. I don't think that you're ungrateful. I never get that vibe. No. It's my opinion of how you guys feel about it. Is like the the embarrassment. Like I said, like there's zero reason to be embarrassed about it, and it sucks that the the way you feel about it and how the space that you're in and the reaction that people got put you in a headspace to feel somewhat embarrassed about it. It was less I mean, so fucking cool. I th- that means the world to me. Oh, sorry. And like, do you want to come? Yeah, it was just. Uh, well, that's why I'm a ladies and gentlemen. And like, I'm not, I'm not in film, but I'm not not in film. You know what I mean? So I mean, like, as someone that's like, not a peer of like the standard film industry, still like we're doing our thing. Like, it's fucking cool, man. You know what I mean? Anyone that was involved in it, like, I didn't watch the movie and go, "Holy shit, fuck those guys." That was a shitty movie. I went like, "It was what it was." Cool. I mm. loved it. I loved it yeah. because I think what's happening now is that is that there's there's a space for everybody to do stuff. Not every like not everything has to be. A Marvel movie. Not mm-hmm. that I dislike Marvel movies, but not everything has to be straight down the middle. And I think mm-hmm. genre is coming back. Like yep. the the yeah. budgets are getting smaller, and as we all know, the money's getting smaller. But like the the space to do cool shit is getting bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger mm-hmm. if you're ambitious. And that's the takeaway from that is like you took a big swing. They took a big swing. The the guys behind it, you can speak to more. Like I love what they're doing. And if if it's not fully realized, the next one will be, or the next one will be. But mm-hmm. like we have to, as an audience and as like consumers, encourage smaller genre stuff to succeed and not be so that sucked, that didn't suck. Exactly. That's the best yeah. thing ever. Yeah. You should appreciate shit for what it is. I mean, yeah. What was what was your I think it emotional? Was just, uh, just people's honesty, honestly. You get like, a little bit I closer thought, to the mic. Sorry, right? yeah. I thought that uh, when I first saw the movie, I thought it was great. I think it was the critics that. Mm-hmm. made us second guess it it's really. a shame that we let it because you can't help it and and yeah. we you know on youtube we were talking about this on youtube it's it that's a pretty violent environment mentally and emotionally and I, it's, di- it's direct immediate right and you criticism. get callous to it but but that was our first time with oh. hearing the entire world saying fuck you you suck your friends suck yeah, this thing you invested all of your time and destroyed your personal life no, over. you know what hot take i think the original sucks i'm gonna say it right now <laughs> we're, it, we're just it <laughs> sucks it doesn't hold up it wasn't scary when i was like or whatever, and I don't think it's scary now. I That's think well, it was a moment in time. It was, it was. I said there was a lot of there was a lot of mixed reviews about it for a while. It was while. very like, divisive until after there was either the cult following, yeah. and everyone else was like, it wasn't scary. Oh, the like, original, yeah. yeah, it was. It was. Pain I liked it. it though. I did out. like it. What's but. What's great about something like what's terrible about something like the way that that film is critiqued now, and what's great about something like YouTube or or whatever service it is, is like, at least with YouTube, if someone gives you real time feedback. Everybody else doesn't jump on the bandwagon and go, yeah, I'm not going to watch it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's almost like if I say that's really bad and you say, oh, that's really good, someone else is encouraged to go, well, I want to have my own opinion versus mm-hmm. something like Rotten Tomatoes or something like... Yeah. yeah. Just big, bandwagoners, it's man. Just, yeah. It's just, you see the score drop and people go, oh, that's not worth my money. That's not worth my time. And for me, some of the best stuff I've ever seen in a theater is stuff that I go, I'm like, oh, I'm curious about what the score was. And it's not good. Yeah. It's yeah. not good yeah. because it doesn't fit it, it makes, the popular opinion. I'll be, I'll be honest it, about that, though. Like, <clears throat> when I see a movie that has shit reviews, I it does affect me watching yeah. it. When I watch yeah. it, I go in going, hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can't And then if I'm it. pleasantly surprised, great. But, like, I think that that will, no matter what, affect 
the opinion of someone yeah. start to finish if they've seen the reviews and it's bad. And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, Clay, what, what, what you got? What's on your mind right now? Just wanted to let everybody know that this channel's video today, this podcast, is brought to you and sponsored by Squarespace. 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 You copied me, John. I did, sorry. I'm the only one who screamed. I feel left out. Well, Jamie, whether you need a domain, a website, or an online store, make that with Squarespace, obviously. Why would we do, do that, though? All that? Let me tell you why. Duh. I'll just get real close on my face. Turn. <laughs> <laughs> why would I want to use Squarespace? They don't have exact talking points. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's all the man. Squarespace has beautiful templates to use. Their templates make creating powerful online identity even easier. Each template is a starting point for a wide range of projects, whether you're pursuing or you're a side hustler. <sighs> wow, tell me more. They have eight new templates in 2018 that you have to check out. Stella, Pursuit, Impact, Blend, Pedro, Royce, Kin, and Val. And my personal favorite is probably Royce because... Royce to 5'9". Royce to 5'9". I have a cousin named Royce who passed away. Whoops. Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk five, about nine. that for a minute? Or we... <laughs> <laughs> They're really an all-in-one platform. You can create a beautiful website with Squarespace. There's nothing to install, no patch or upgrade ever. It's simple to use. You just jump on, choose your, your starting point, and just get right into it. Are you illiterate? Yes. <laughs> John, yes. But he's learning from a website created by Squarespace. Very good tie-in. Great tie-in. Thanks. Squarespace provides award-winning 24-7 customer support. Now, I know that's important to me because anytime I have a question or an issue, if I can't get a hold of you at 12.47 a.m. p.m., I'm a little angry. And that's not a problem or an issue with Squarespace with their 24-7 award-winning support. Now you can actually transfer your third-party domains if you've gotten it somewhere else into Squarespace instead of working with multiple vendors to maintain an online presence. You're able to manage all of your domain and billing settings with Squarespace and take advantage of their greasy and easy-to-use DNS interface. Greasy? (laughs) Maybe not greasy. I mean, you go really fast on grease. I see what he's going for. This is huge because of someone... It's slick. (laughs) Just like Squarespace's designs. And this is huge because if someone has a GoDaddy domain or any other domain, you can easily switch to Squarespace. It has never been easier to sell products or services online. Squarespace allows you to manage your products, orders, and inventory easily. I'll tell you a secret, Clay. My 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 website. I actually started with GoDaddy, then switched to Squarespace, so I can I can. Squarespace is where it's at, dude. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, check it out. Ready to start your new business? Make it. Get started with Squarespace. Make your dreams a reality with Squarespace. Make it with Squarespace. <laughs> they so literally have those sassy. are all the points. <laughs> awesome. Squarespace empowers millions of websites across thousands of different industries for people just like you. You get the point. Have fun with it and make it sound special. <laughs> that was a uh, no problem. You get it, baby. Hey. You got a website? Build it on Squarespace. Take it away, baby. Oop. And if you are going to use Squarespace, make sure to visit squarespace.com slash beyond the pine. That's S-Q-U-A-R-E-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash beyond the pine for your special <laughs> order. Good night. My least yeah. favorite thing in the world is when somebody hates on a movie just to hate on it. Hashtag Steve. I'm not actually calling him <laughs> out, but he does that. But like, I, I tweeted this the other day, and I was like, I hate it when people say that The Dark Knight Rises is a bad movie. Eat my ass. Dark Knight is better, <laughs> but Dark Knight Rises is not a bad movie. You can't call that a bad movie. Or The Last Jedi. 
You can't call The Last Jedi a bad movie. You can say it's, it's not, not as the original as trilogy. This or this or this. I haven't seen it. I haven't it's seen not it. It's not a bad movie. one like, person in the free world that hasn't seen it. Well, don't read the comments after this because it's just going to be full of spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> care. And like, here's the thing too. Like, if you are a part of dude, what... Snoke is Ray. Oh shit, oh, no. dude. I knew and they're it. both dreaming. If you were a part of like the production <laughs> or, or a cast in The Dark Knight Rises or whatever one you said was worse, like you would be much more proud of it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Versus being that person on the sidelines that hears everybody talk shit about it, and then you're like, "Yeah." It's funny it how trendy shit. how well, trendy it is to be like hating on shit. You know? what, yeah. we, when what we're sort of all touching upon with all of this is like, what is what is the value of your experience doing something, and then how is that either positively or negatively influenced by what other people say about it? I mean, yeah. your experience on set, your experience on set, your experience on set. You you have something that is either valuable or horrible or whatever. You learn, you grow. It's dynamite, whatever. But then when other people start to judge it, which is sort of the culture that we're in, which is the culture of outrage and everybody's mad about everything and everybody's going to critique everything, suddenly your view, it's like putting on goggles that, that make everything look shittier. And I think that's what we have to fight against yeah. is if you don't like something, don't just blast it out and say, this movie sucks. Say why or like, or like have yeah. a conversation and with understand and that your opinion is not necessarily anyone else's opinion. Right. But at and least like, like at least you can learn about people. Yeah, if absolutely. You say, like, like. I'm curious to say like, why you think The Dark Knight is better than Dark Knight Rises. We all know. But you you, you have to have that dialogue. Yeah, Otherwise, absolutely. it just turns then into it's like, just this like sucks, oh, this then you sucks, just have a. Yeah. Then you're just saying that because you, like, honestly, you probably didn't get it or something, you know? Or like. Well, yeah. It's, it's just interesting how it, our jobs as creators are, is, is to make something for the sake of people to have opinions about it. You know, you don't yeah. have a plumber. Like put a sink together and somebody go think? like this fucking blows. You I really suck. Lo- really love how you screwed that pipe in there. Yeah, but like, I, I would have done that better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like, like the color of the pipe. Yeah, it's Kiev green. <laughs> well, it's like bad piping. There's just a lot of there's a, there's a lot of strange emotional turmoil that comes in to doing this that is totally separate from the act of creating shit. And you yeah. guys know that better than yeah, anyone. Yeah, that's but true. Like we we do. Me and John kind of forged our relationship through um, the 48 hour film festival. Right. Yeah. Uh, which, where I mean, that's that's where most of your movies are made. I mean, you're you're a it's, well, long time. It's, it's season not veteran. unlike the woods, but you do you do end up with you you end up with a specific amount of time to do something. And what's cool about that is, do you want to explain what that what it is? The forty eight. Sure. Yeah. So 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 when I was a kid, there I grew up in Dallas, Texas. There wasn't really a place or a sphere to do creative stuff. And then suddenly this this contest came through which is now huge all over the world. And if anybody watching this wants to get into filmmaking or wants to try their hand at something, I highly encourage you to look this mm-hmm. up, 48-Hour Film Project. Um, it's in most major cities across the globe. Um, you're given 48 hours, a Friday night to a Sunday night, to, to make Sunday a movie, morning. beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you, you get a genre and a prop and a character, I think, and, and a line of dialogue. And a line of dialogue. And it's off to the races. Everybody rushes home, and you have to fully write, direct, edit, etc., and turn something in by the end of it. And it's just the coolest thing to see what people come up with with the same criteria. And everybody mm-hmm. has a different genre. That but is amazing because it puts a box out that, like, okay, everyone has the same box. Yeah, let's see yeah. what comes out of it. The best film wins. I and think that's so fucking and it, cool. It, it negates like budget or money because sure you can have a fancy camera but maybe your story's not so great yeah or mm-hmm. you know you can have the best script in the world but maybe you it know your actors aren't actors great or yeah, doesn't yeah. It? it's it's for me as a young kid it was the greatest training ground because 
it, you have feedback immediately. And they provide a space to, you make something one weekend, three weekends later, it's up on the big screen. How many, yeah. how many 16, 17 year olds are watching themselves yeah. on, on like an IMAX theater? It's the coolest thing in the world. But the flip side of that is you have to learn to break that wide open and break that out and stop thinking so small. And that's kind of what the challenge is now is what's next? What's bigger? What's better? Well, how, how can you take it out of the realm of like short films and stuff and, and make something more exciting? Well, what, mm-hmm. what is also compounded with that, which is what I would love to hear your thoughts on, is, is not only do you get to see it on the big screen and all the stuff, you put all this work into a, a weekend, there's uh, awards. Oh yeah, it's a judging period. Yeah, you see, you see, this is the reaction when when those things happen. It completely reshapes That's your true. your view of yeah, how your it experience is. Experience and everything. Yeah. And and we we I think John's been doing it for like what fifteen years or some shit. It's and a it's, maturity thing. Yeah, and it's like it 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 kind of stings every time, no matter what, when you get second place or whatever for whatever reason. And it's so yeah. hard to what, compare. What it is, and and this maybe ties this section of this conversation full circle. When you make something, when you're not just a prop. Mm-hmm. But when you when you are blood, sweat, and tears into it, whether you've worked on your character or whether you've had a, a say in how the camera moves or what the story is, or it's a piece of you. It's like it's like yeah. everyone ends up being a little bit biased towards their film, obviously, because but it's well, it's like a part of you, and 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 yeah. even you see its flaws, but those are also like chinks in the armor. And then when you get into this thing of like rating it in awards. It cheapens that this. judgment is transferred to you as a person. The experience is not about I mean, the experience yeah, anymore. I'm a total hypocrite. I love the Oscars. I love yeah. that whole award season no, and everything and getting into those yeah. dialogues. But when you, it's it's it doesn't take away from the vulnerability of when you've done something. To to then put it out into the world and let it sit and stand on its own is one thing. But then to say, okay, now rank it. Yeah, you know, now mm-hmm. quantify it. Yeah, it's got to uh, give you a thick tricky. skin. I mean, and that's that's I think what fucked me up so bad about Blair Witch was that I had this experience that I honestly dive bombed every other aspect of my life for. I, I, you know, my first, I mean, that was our, that was our conversation we had where you were like, you dropped the ball. Like this is, this is, this is, I remember, I remember feeling like, well, shit. So I've sacrificed my physical health, my emotional health and Mm -hmm. my personal life for this. And then when it blew up and was coming out and then it, it bombed, it was like, shit, why did I do that? You know, it was like, and it's, it, and again, this is the only job where you're putting who you are on the line for people to critique. Yeah. And it's like, people are like, this sucks. You're a bad person because of that. And that was the first time I experienced well, that. And, and to that point though, yes. And yes to all of that, but all that glitters is not gold to say a cliche. Like we, as people that make stuff, we, as people that are trying to put stuff out there, you have to so slowly shift away from everything being the result and shift into oh the experiences you're oh, yeah. learning from that and, yeah. that. and like yeah. you know you you make a joke or you have a sequence and it doesn't go quite your way but the experience of it teaches you something and it's it's a blast i mean mm-hmm. even just setting <clears throat> setting these damn mics up for this thing we're all laughing and goofing off and it's like something okay we're serious now but mm-hmm. it's it's good to slow down and reflect but it's also good to to slow down and just enjoy where you are and like check out the scenery mm-hmm. and go Oh, where was I last year? Where was I last month? I'm moving along. We're making stuff. And so yeah. I wanted to ask you three, you stepping on as a producer and you guys so actively involved. I mean, we were talking about sketches recently. You're mm-hmm. writing stuff. You always have written stuff. Like, what are you guys interested in doing? Or like, what, 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 what do you feel like people could learn about your process, where you were and where you are now? Um, I think that the main thing, like when you're getting started with creative stuff, there, you know, Obviously, like everybody's got a different process of doing it, and there's like 
advice and guidelines on how to like get the creative juices flowing and start to get into a project. But it's, it's one of those things that you, you can never do well on something that you're not passionate about Mm -hmm. or that you're not in like emotionally or like your heart's not in because like there are sometimes like I, my biggest thing that I love doing here is the cinematic episodes that we do. And although that's not exactly what sells the best, you know, I, I get the most fulfillment out of doing that because I think that that's the best experience and experimenting that's mm-hmm. going to help all of us morph this into what we want to in the future and be able to do other projects. Mm-hmm. You but, should be very proud of that. I, I don't know if I tell you enough how proud I am. And it's weird to say, but like you have grown so much this process and, thanks, and it shows in the work, like, thanks, like six Dad. inches taller it's than you were. fucking excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's been very cool to watch you guys grow. It's been very, all of you. It's been very cool. John's been, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's crazy too. Cause grandpa. Like <laughs> you are a grandpa now, aren't you? Oh no. Oh no. That's He's so going to cool. think about that later. Don't say that to him. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Great. I have my Botox appointment. Tomorrow. Oh God. No, Dude, not Groupon. Again. It's a Groupon. Groupon. Botox for your life. <laughs> For your life, this Botox, is brought to you by Botox. Yeah, um, I mean, like it's and it's crazy to think that a year's passed since we started this. I know that was last week, and you guys talked about it in the last podcast, but I wasn't there. Um, but that a, a year passed, and like you, you can't ex- like it's hard to experience growth and maturity as it's happening. You know, because day like every day is I think just, it's impossible. It, it is. It's just living. You're just living every day, and then you look back a year earlier, and you're like, wow, so much has happened that it's not even like fathomable yeah and it's like to be able to obviously we're changing some things around you know what we're going to be doing but that's also going to free up some space to do shorts or mm-hmm. uh, a little series a little 10 episode series something on the side i mentioned that on the last and one that like, we're gonna <clears throat> we were gonna try to do four a month but i think we've decided now f- um like two a month even yeah once we get into our schedule after this season and we're like fucking working it and we're killing that schedule then we're gonna do two shorts a month and i know i want to write one and if you want to write one and you want to write one whatever like we're just gonna work out like that maybe we do three if we all end up writing one just whoever ends up writing one we'll just look at them but like exactly that's what i think it should be i don't think it should be all right james yours is next it should be like i've got an idea right okay write it yeah exactly exactly and just like if we're all just constantly writing and working on stuff we'll have some like ideas built up yeah my passion for this lies with acting and i want to do more acting but unfortunately because we're not gonna be doing as much cinematic stuff there's not as much opportunity for that but I think improv is something we all are good at, I think, and it's fun and that's great. And that kind of gives us that little rush that we need, but there's still that we want that more. Yeah. So I'm really excited to be able to act in these shorts that we're going to do and writing. Like I've always written bits and bits are easy because they're more just like quick ideas. Next one. What else is funny? What else is funny? And that's cool to, to write down things that like translate into cool improv and, and funny scenes. But like I want to really dial in and learn how to write better like i'm working on this script right now that i mentioned to you earlier about and i think it's gonna be so cool to like write that out get opinions from everyone twerk it (coughs) tweak it work it baby shake that ass on it until it's like oh that's a great fucking idea and it's a script and then i'm like yo i wrote that script with some help but like i wrote that script and then when we do it and then i get to do that acting that i want to do like that's we so fucking well, and, cool, but man. But that's it. We're we're that's that's where I come from, and that's so inspiring to me about what's going on now. At least in the the industry, I hate when people say that. Like it's the most <coughs> fucking important thing ever. as an but industry like, for everyone. I'm walking in a way to get water, but keep talking. But James is pissed. Everyone, wait, grab me something. <laughs> All the industry, Surprise you guys me. know James no, gets pissed. Take He's the leaving. pretension out of it. Where we are right now, and I say this to everybody: where we are right now is like the creator is king. You have an idea. 
the barrier to entry is so low. Write it out. Just Get your friend's it. opinion. Just do it. Just yeah. put it out there. If it doesn't end up how you wanted, so what? You the next one. Yeah, I just want to do it exactly. It. Get better and like, better. Yeah. Like you you and I had a conversation early on when we met about you wanting to act more and like mm-hmm. what has happened with with the season. What's happened with your storylines? Like it's allowed for that. It's and, and what you're moving forward with the shorts is gonna allow for that. Like mm-hmm. you just what you guys do what is so inspiring and what oh, you really got me. Yeah, dude, it's vodka. <laughs> is it? Is it just water? Just water. Spicy water, isn't Gross. it? It's that fire water. It's Van Nuys water. Oof. No, it's from the cuckoo. No, it's sparklets, baby. It's from Mount Sparklets. We're still in Van Nuys. Sorry, I love Van Nuys. No, you don't. <laughs> I just don't love drama. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. That's what I say. Like, oh, yeah. And that was, that was my first time working with, with y'all as just as an actor. Did I feel taken care of? Yes. <laughs> really? but, yes, I'm convinced. I'm durable, but, yeah. but it was yeah, more like are. it was more like okay, the shot's supposed to be like this. Oh, there's a lamp here. Oh, there's this here. Move it. Like it's just you make it happen. You yeah. set a goal and you make it happen. Yeah. And that is the that's the age of what's happening now. If you look at going back to like the Oscars, like almost everybody was a writer director. They wrote their own stuff. Yeah. Or they you know you they're casting their friends. Mm-hmm. That's that's what people got to do. A little clicky. It, it, well, it's clicky, no, but like, no, I, it, it, well. absolutely. It's, it, that's what it comes down to. And the cool thing about like that type of like, not necessarily hectic, but it is hectic a lot of the time, but like that kind of like run and gun and like yeah. do it and get it done as you're doing it type of working that we've gotten so used to doing over a year. Yeah. Once we tone that back and are able to adhere to a schedule and we give ourselves more time, like that experience <clears> of being <throat> able to quickly adapt to whatever we're shooting is going to be like able to be applied uh-huh. in a more like structured right. way so I'm we're curious, like wow I'm curious how that's gonna feel passion and emotion wise for me a lot of the passion does come from some of yeah. that like well, we had three gonna be fucking that. days to get the best so like you're on it what's the best we can do right now so it's gonna be interesting how to like well, massage how I feel about it to like we don't have to do it all right now but dude, what's the movies, best we can do movies you on the biggest mean? scale have those problem solving like, yeah, I mean, I, I can speak to my own experiences, yeah. not even on the biggest scale. You, the minute that you think like I got it under control, you don't. The yeah. car dies, the slider yep. breaks, True. someone doesn't show up. True. I was I was doing a, a project a while back, and the the director and DP, one of the most talented people I've worked with, and I won't say his name, went down to his car to get she water for the cast. It. We were just relaxing. And I'm not even kidding. 20 minutes goes by. 30 minutes goes by. Oh, 40 God. Minutes Where goes is by, he? Broke his ankle. Fell down the stairs. Fell down three flights of stairs. Oh, my garage. God. And we were all like, we found him. He, he came back and, and shot, the re- shot the rest of it and directed the rest of it. It was Damn. like, I had to get it done. Yeah. And I was like, I probably would have gone to the hospital personally, but that was oh, the broke my ankle. Make it I'm off to the hospital. And now, a word from our sponsors. You guys want to see some fucking crazy shit? Check this out, John. Here it is, John. Holy shit. Wow. That is neat. Off to the both sides. And speaking of neat, uh, we would like to thank Bespoke Post for sponsoring this podcast. Folks, this is my first ad read. I'm Go gentle on me. Here we go. Friends and family, Bespoke Post is a subscription club that offers monthly themed boxes curated from unique and upcoming brands around the whole entire world. There's a wide variety of box themes, like style, grooming, cooking, drinking, travel. They cover every base. Uh, No commitments. They tell you what box you're assigned on the first of each month, and you have 
five whole days to keep it, switch it, or skip it. Listen, friends, visit bespokepost.com and answer a few short questions that will help them gauge your interests and get a feel for the boxes that'll vibe with your style. Each subscription box goes for only 45 Bucks with more than $70 worth of goods inside. That's a heck of a deal. Listen here. We got we got an even better deal for you. To receive 20% off your first subscription box, go to bespokepost.com and enter promo code PINE, Pine. at checkout. That's 20% off of your first box. B-E-S-P-O-K-E post.com. Promo code Pine. Pine. Bespoke P-I-N-E. Post. Uh, bespoke post theme boxes for guys that give a damn. And let me tell you, we've received several bespoke mm-hmm. poke poke packages. And say it again. That's <clears throat> good. Let me tell you, we've received several bespoke <laughs> packages and we love them. We got this fancy little time teller over here. Tell yeah. me a story of time teller. The, the cool the cool thing about bespoke post is they give you like fashionable stuff and grooming stuff and they also give you fun little things like this. This is a magnetic hourglass where it's got I think it's alien dust inside of there that uh, is magnetized to the bottom which is also an alien. Um, and it's it's cool because you can t- you can just watch a minute pass by. That was one thing that was like key during the woods that I think we talked about a bit. The, again, Wes and I were talking about this. There, there's a certain face that we put on when we get on set. <laughs> yep. You got to put on set face. Business business mode. Well, yeah, but it's also it's it's also I I've been very lucky to have people who are much more experienced than me sit me down and say you have the wrong attitude. And the thing about that like is, what? What do you mean? I'm curious. I'm also curious. No, specific thing? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I'm not to too me. curious. <laughs> I it's it's not gonna. I can't do it without sound like a big dick. No, I mean you, you, you've, already name drop. you've already I, I gone there. I think everyone understands well, that. That's what you meant by like your well, attitude, and that you don't ever now, in my opinion, have the wrong attitude. So I'm curious. I've never, you, I I've never experienced you being a dick. Or no, I, I hope being this is just a weird thing to say to talk about without sounding douchey. If, you know, no, whatever. Right, dude. Good, um, dude. My when I was on The Walking Dead, there was a oh god, humble brag. That was also an experience. Where I'm like, I don't know if I should be no, proud. Of, that. of course you um, should. I had no bearing on the story, but the uh, I heard you were the head writer. That was me. That was the guy. <laughs> Tommy was up. I uh, I was I was just cool kind of in a I was in a. Oh, that's right. You met him. Bragging. Talk about that after. That's going to be the next story. Go ahead. I, yeah, I, I got to, I got very lucky to work with such talented people. <laughs> we gossiping. You have enough for the rest of the class? Yeah. I, no. Oh. We're just, we're just waiting on bated breath for you to talk about another one. Of I want to hear the story. Yeah, no, I want to hear the story. We're playing. We're right playing now. with you. We're playing. I want to hear this. <laughs> dear Diary. They were mean to me on the podcast. Dude, You're your Dear Diary bitch. bit is my favorite thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I was very lucky to work with, uh, that's it. That's it. Wes Robinson. No, Andy Lincoln. That was my first job ever. And Andy sat me down uh, one day on set. I think I was just like tired or something. And he was like, what are you doing? What's this? What are you frowning about? And I was like, I'm just kind of like, whatever. I was just lamenting whatever. And he, he gave me that thing of like, look where you are. This is rare. This could be the last time you ever get to do it. And he said, one day you're going to be, it was most, the, the most encouragement I ever got in my entire life. He's like, one day you're going to be number one on the call sheet on something. And when that happens, you need to have the best attitude on set because if you don't, the rest of the set will fall apart. And he said, one attitude that is shitty is enough to destroy the entire set. Yeah. And so when we were on the woods, we all know about it was that <laughs> leap. <laughs> leap. Is this what I'm supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But when we were doing the woods, that was like, that was our goal was, and that's, that's what impressed me so much about you is like having the entire world on your shoulders to be able to say like, all right, let's move on. You know, yeah, it was dude, like your motivation and level of oh, like well, moxie on it. And you were just like, moxie. that's an SAT wrong word. word. <laughs> Great word. Give me the definition. I might've improperly used that. I don't know it. It just sounded like you knew. Guts and moxie. Know. Moxie's like having guts sex drive going out there. Mojo. Sorry. That was it. Mojo. I'm going to. Moxie means the force of character, determination, <laughs> or nerve. That does. That does, John. I'm glad you knew the definition of that. I did, yes. But that, very impressed. you're, you're very like, impressed. every that time, impressed. you know, we'd have to go for another take, and it was getting later in the day, we're getting later in, in, the, in the actual shoot, like, we would have to fucking barrel through things, and you, we would get the take, and obviously, like, you know, acting in it, I'm like, I'm happy with my performance, or I'm not happy with my performance, but, like, I look to you or Naeem to be like, mm-hmm. yeah. this is good, we can move on, and you'd be like... Fucking dynamite! Like, and not, and I mean, like, yeah. no, it's not. You, it's not lying. It's not. Being yeah, exactly. Facetious. Knowing it's you just, enough to to know that you're not a bullshit. You're not like I'm totally, blowing hot air totally. at my ass or anything. Like, you're gonna say that because this is as much your project that you want to do well at. Having your name on a film by John Redling, you're like, you're not just saying that to get it done. You want it to be great. So, like, hearing you say that and keeping things going, you were creating that good culture that was on the set. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. I, I having don't that. Know how like, this all came back to me, but I appreciate yeah. that. Well, because it did have that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, that's super important to me too. Like being on the woods and just like making sure that you're in a good mood. You know what I mean? And, I mean, and it, having fun with everybody. It's, like it's that's not even like a good mood as much as it is about uh, it's optimism about what you're doing yeah, and, yeah, and just hustle. Yeah. You hard, have to hard fucking work push. doesn't have to be awful. It should be the opposite. Mm-hmm. You should care so much that it's not hard until it's you stop work. doing it. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. Oh god. That yeah, because the sleeping was yeah. the worst part of the woods. It was just like I. I mean, wake up. I just think like that's the kind of experience that you either decide we're going to get through it and we're going to get it done or you don't. And if you're going to get through it, don't, don't be the person that drags everybody else down. Cause that's all it takes is that one dude, just one person who's like, mm, just, I'm just tired today. My feet hurt. The yeah. rest of the set falls all the fucking way apart. Every then you're time. like awkward. If you're in a good mood and someone's down, you're like, it's ah, contagious. Get away from me. It's but contagious. It, but if, yeah, and it even goes, it even goes to like, if you're just hanging out with friends at a happy hour, you're hanging yeah. out at a party or whatever. And someone's telling a joke. You know, you give the attention to the person telling the joke, and you and you give your you give your dedication to trusting that they're going to do it, and then, and you don't try to hijack it, or people do, but that's mm-hmm. like you know that's like an energy vampire. And what we had yeah. there, and what we have in all of our collaborations, has been this additive thing of like, that's great, that's funny, let's go further. We don't have time, that won't work, whatever. I mean, when I'm directing, it's like a certain mindset, and I was I was a little concerned, like oh, being the taskmaster and having to like lord over y'all, but then when you invited me in to do the part in the show. It's the opposite of that. And I suddenly feel very taken care of by, you know, most of our scenes being together specifically by you because you know the vision, you know the arc, and you let me, you give me that sandbox and you let me go off and you let me play, but then it's like, you know where it's supposed to go and you'll, you, you pull me aside respectfully and you'll say, if we have to end at this point, this point, this point. And it's so cool to see the opposite end of, of that for me, which is, that's what collaboration is. The Absolutely. best of both worlds. Yep. And when I'm when I'm when you let me loose, let me off the leash as Michael, <laughs> I know that there's no there's no place I can go that I won't be taken care of because you guys have it under control. The way mm-hmm. that on the woods that was flipped, you guys got to play. Mm-hmm. We got to say, Oh, we gotta that's the shot, we have this or that. And that's that's what 
that's you said clicky earlier, and it can be clicky, but that's what finding people that you yeah, love working you with find is. that crew that's like truly like your crew, yeah, you your find, squad. You, you find know, your like, people that you speak the same language, yeah. and even a bad experience turns into oh, we learned something. And I we love found a way much, to do it better. I love how much we we work with Naeem now too. Yeah, like we're always working with him, or like yeah, he's you know he is he is my oldest friend. That's awesome. I, wow. I've known Naeem. I love how since, both of our groups like merged. Yeah, so very comfortably. Cool. Yeah, Naeem, very cool. Naeem and I started out. We were sort of like we we, we were lovers. We had we were. <laughs> Lovers, we had a we had a friends. home, we had a home economics class oh, in junior high. This and was a home he, once. I would always <laughs> prank him and and play jokes and get him in trouble Bully. or whatever. <laughs> you were just you thought it was like a friendly like pranking, but you were say, just bullying. Well, he hated you he so much. He would say it was a be. He would say maybe, but he carved my name into one of the tables, and I got <laughs> into shitload of trouble. Fucking get wrecked, I bitch, got, I Michael. Showed up, I showed up to school the next day, and and was called into the office and the teacher was there and she really liked me and she's sobbing and the, the, the police officer in the junior high is there and he, you know, he's pot belly, he's just handling his gun. I was just like, I'd never been in trouble. Hand on his gun. I've browned my pants at this point <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, why did you carve your name into the table? And did I just you go, burst out hey, laughing. Hey, why would I fucking do that? That was basically, why I, would I, I, incriminate I said, myself? why would I carve my, my own, own name. name. That's like leaving my DNA all over. And so I knew it was Naeem. I knew it was revenge. And so I saw him shortly after and was like, all right, well done, you bastard. And ever since then, it was been like, all right. That's fine. I served it for so long. So you were bullying him. And no, that's what turned no. into friendship. It was mutual. <laughs> Reminds me of in the office. Let me ask Naeem that first. Remember, <laughs> you guys are also in the office, right? What's yeah. that? Fuck off, John. I'm not that old, kid. Okay. Yes, I love Remember, uh, I think it was, <gasps> I think it was when Andy was managing. It was the Christmas episode, and Andy told Dwight and Jim, "No pranking today, or oh, you yeah. lose your Christmas bonus, or yeah. whatever." And then, so they're like doing pranks that incriminate the other person. Yeah. And then at the end, after Andy tells Jim, "Don't worry about it anymore," but Jim doesn't tell Dwight that, and Jim like graffitis <laughs> his own car, like Jim is handsome or something like that on his own car. Remember that? That's yeah. fun. <laughs> We've all done that. <laughs> Uh, I'm no, sorry, I, but, so, but so to my point about Naeem, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no. he and I were just these goofuses with no purpose, and I was given uh, like a Sony Handycam. You could hear the zoom go in and out. Oh yeah, you could. You know, it was the worst thing ever. But we we were watching stuff like that, stuff that we wanted to do. Specifically for me, it was like Tarantino and old fuck like, yeah, like old John Carpenter movies, and it was like, how do you do blood? Yeah. How do you do this and that? And we would go out on the weekend, and whatever friend we could recruit, you know, sometimes it was football players, sometimes it was drama kids, sometimes it was my my brother or, or my dad, like whoever it was, they would do whatever part we had written that day. And it mm-hmm. was like creativity just ruled. And through that, we never took it seriously. I just assumed I'd, I'd end up, you know, probably unemployed. <laughs> but you learn you learn to do stuff. And Naeem, Naeem just gravitated towards the technical side, and he's... I don't really want to do a project without him now. He's mm-hmm. just so talented. And as you've seen in working with him in like the woods and, and the show, he doesn't really get mad. Nothing gets him no, down. Yeah. I mean, I, I have an opera of emotions just driving here. Me too. And <laughs> Naeem is just like the most even, the even, most even going, kind of like you, like professionally, like just, I love how you would delineate it professionally. professionally. But you know, you don't. You're, like, you're a fucking when you, disaster you when you're off like set. set persona or whatever. And like, I haven't really mastered that. Like things, things. I get up, I get down, I feel high, I feel low, whatever. And, yeah, me and too. You got to have those people on set who are just like, okay, yeah, that's broken. We'll find some other yeah. way to do it. I wish I had that 
I feel like you, your personal life is probably in a lot more of a, a steady place than mine would be. But like the redacted, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I had that kind of optimism in in, in real life, uh, and I'm not faking it necessarily. It's just you, you kind of the, you kind of push forward and whatnot. And I wish that I had those kinds of life experiences that you guys had beforehand. And because I'm, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm thinking of making stuff like using my hands. Yeah. As an actor, I which I'd barely call myself that at this point, you, you are kind of left up to the world to decide if you get yeah. to work. <laughs> and I hated that. And I, was, I kind of fell into that as a job. Whereas you, you guys have been making shit this whole time. So when, when my career kind of like halted, I was like, what the fuck do I, how do yeah. I do this? How do, how, do I, how do I find control in some way, control and consistency? And that's why I wanted to, you know, I got a taste of producing with, with uh, Bad and Classic stuff, which by mm-hmm. the way, go to the Bad and Classic YouTube page to see all the 48 films. Um, and uh, I, I was just so excited to have something that I could, I could wrap both hands around and say like, I, I, I have, it's up to me. I can do something here. Yeah. And that's what I love about this. And I'm, I'm just, it's nice to have something that is uh, uh, not just waiting by a phone. I can make the phone calls now. Yeah. I, and I, the cool thing is, is we all feel that. I feel like there's such yeah. a equal amount of like gratitude to be able to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I know for me, like I'm, Looking back on the past year, it's it's fucking amazing. 2017 was a great year with SB7 and all the stuff we've been able to make. But like, you always have to look ahead and say like, okay, next year is going to be Absolutely. doubled or tripled of like how much we're doing, how happy we are doing it, how you know all that stuff. And so we've got some projects in the work, and that we're going to be t- talking about tomorrow. Yeah, I'm very excited stuff, to be um, for you to direct cool. me again. I love that. Yeah, dude, I love yeah, that yeah, relationship. Man. Um, and with all you guys, like I, I think I said to you yesterday, uh, I can't wait to just act like beside you oh. and just me and you are just two characters for whatever relationship in the, in whatever we make. It's just two characters that we can fully get into and just be those together. I would adore that. We haven't been able to like, we've been in all these videos together, but mm-hmm. we haven't been able to just fucking act together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, like, I'm excited for that. Um, and I, I hope that everyone listening to this and watching our stuff is equally excited um, because there are going to be some changes, which you guys heard about last week. Good changes, though. Changes, changes. I think you guys want underlying. Yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna wanted. we're gonna do our absolute best to make sure that you guys are happy and continue to be happy and and enjoy what you're saying and be uh, inspired by what you're seeing. Um, but also, but be also, happy ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And I think Have that a there's a, there, it's sometimes hard to find that balance. You know, you find you fall into a rut of like making content because it's so successful, but you're not happy doing it anymore, mm-hmm. or you're making stuff that you love doing that's getting no traction. So we're trying to find that balance. Mm-hmm. And um, on that note, I think it's good to end this darn podcast. Thank this has been so episode three hundred. 302. I think it was 1,000. Episode, sorry, right. the thousands. Thousands. You get like a gold star <laughs> right there. Okay, I got to find a sound effect. I have to go to Google yeah. Images now. Do you see it? Oh, well, thank you guys so much for watching episode 32 of Beyond the Pine, and thank you to John thank for you, coming John. out. Thank you, do, you, do you have anything? Thank you, to, thank you me. Do you have thank anything to plug or anywhere you want anyone to go? Do, what's your Instagram? Anything Twitter? you want people to be excited oh, about? That's all going to be. Do you have anything you want? It'll be in the description. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Go follow us big, all on Instagram. Big things soon. That's what I can promise. Absolutely. For all of us and for you guys, make stuff. Get out there. Live, your, live your dream. Don't sit and watch other people live do what you want to do. Do it life. yourself. And keep watching the SP7 videos because there's some really exciting stuff Very fun. in the pipeline. Hell yeah. Bye-bye. Awesome. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Beep, beep, boo, boo. Cool. Awesome.
Bye, buddy. Right, I'm gonna have to... That's a motherfucking podcast. Was it good? That's fucking yeah, great, man. That's great. That's, great. Yeah, that's great. a much more informative, like, I like real I like podcast. doing that when we're actually talking about real shit and giving our actual, like, thoughts and we're not in character. We're not just fucking around, you know? Yeah. Like, so, okay, so you're happy? I feel like stuff gets real when I'm on. I'm, I'm sorry if that's that. outside of the... Every time I'm on, we're like, let's talk about depression. And... <laughs>